0: This is Coach Ben, and you are listening to mm, the Bench Gas. We are talking single lift today. We are talking the bench press, or the deadlift, or the squat, but in general, training one lift over multiple lifts. So we got that great debate: full power versus single lift lifting, um, and. It is true, it is a little bit easier to do one lift, but if you put it in perspective, it's not, because you're bringing the same intensity to that single lift that you are to, uh, say, if you did three lifts, alright, so we're talking squat, bench, deadlift, versus someone that might only do bench only, something like that, some of the differences in between there, okay, so if you're training for three lifts, I'll give you that, It's, it's very difficult bring three lifts up at the same time. I know, especially in advanced stages, once you've been training for a while and the gains are coming slow, um, I I never really experienced a training cycle where all three lifts really jumped on me at one time. It's usually one lift. You're lucky if it's two lifts. You're but real lucky if it's two lifts. Never three lifts. Early on, yeah, three lifts would come up. Uh, every meet I'd expect uh, to PR on all three lifts. But we're talking four, five, six years down the road. Um, you know, that is likely not going to happen. Uh, so, understanding that first uh, is the first step to accepting it. You know, it's, you're not going to probably PR on all three lifts next week if you've been doing this for a while. If you do, that's fantastic. You had a fantastic training cycle, a lot of good things went your way. But training for three lifts is, is very difficult to do. Um, I'll give you that much. It, it always seemed to me, and it, it's it's odd because while the, the training may stay the same, nothing really changed. I'm uh, doing pretty much the same things. You can never guess what lift it's gonna be too. Uh, it's really weird like that. Like I knew um, going into you know, the the meet that qualified for the Arnold 2017, so the 2016. I knew my deadlift was going to shoot up that, that training cycle because I've never had a, a training cycle where I just went so hard on that, on that lift consistently uh, with secondary moves and, and additional accessories. So I knew that alone was going to really jump me, uh, which it did. Uh, but then it's like now the squat's moving the next one. Everything else is the same, same. All right, now the bench is jumping up a little bit, but you can never really pinpoint it. I think it drives a lot of people nuts, and I definitely go through it myself. I don't know about you, but it's like everything remains the same, and it's just different lifts want to jump up on you.
1: You have the same exact training from like month to month, and like one month my bench goes up, one
0: month my deadlifts goes up, and then the other ones tank or remain the same. Yep. You know, you never, you can't really ever, uh, you know, plan it or, or prepare for it. Just one jumps up on you, while the other ones don't want to go anywhere. Um, and that's just kind of back to the drawing board. But um, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. And the most difficult thing to do, in my opinion, is managing your fatigue. Uh, that is probably the hardest part of three-lift lifting. Um, so, if you traditionally, most lifters are going to do three days a week. Um, that's what I see most often. They'll have a squat. Bench and a deadlift day. If anything else, I see another bench day thrown in there typically, which I would absolutely recommend uh, having another bench day for sure because uh, it will definitely um, you'll recover a lot quicker from the bench than other lifts. But that's what I'll traditionally see: you know, squat, bench, deadlift day. And you only get that one day a week, and you got to be careful with what lifts you're pushing at the same time. Um, So. It would be really hard, for example, probably to push a squat really heavy and a deadlift really heavy in the same week. I would always try to stagger those lifts, especially because um, they are uh, pretty similar in a lot of ways. You're going to get that lower back stress. you got the axial loading. is a, a lot of same stressors in those lifts. So very tough to push those at the same time. So now you have to stagger your training more. Right, I've had lifters, we've switched squat day early in the week with a deadlift day. So now we're deadlifting earlier in the week so that we're fresh for bench the next day. So you get some of those unique twists and turns too. Where squat is now from being in that position, external rotation, bar tucked back, low on your back. Start getting beat up in the shoulders, the elbows. Um, what we've been doing for those lifters is deadlift first in the week squat later on and i really like that approach because now you're saving your shoulders your joints for bench and then squat after you have plenty of time before you you go and do something again to feel better
1: well one of my favorite approaches just managing fatigue especially with people who have like a lower level squat compared to their deadlift to squat and deadlift on the same day do the squat first if it's lagging which for me you know it is and then deadlift after and i can still push a good amount of weight on deadlift without having the twice a week stress on my low back
0: Yeah, and that's a good high-frequency approach as well uh, is to pair those exercises together on the same day. So something I'm doing now, but as a single-lift lifter, is instead of taking up my week with with those lifts, which aren't necessarily boosting my bench as much, I will train, like, a main squat movement, and then I'll do some kind of deadlift variation. You know, it doesn't have to be a deadlift, but I'll do some kind of RDL or or rack pull or something like that. And I think
1: that's a pretty big misconception is that you only train bench.
0: Yeah, you you do have to to train all your lifts, guys, Um, because, again, bench isn't an upper body movement. It's a total body movement. So you got to have a little junk in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? So. (laughs) That's Get what I gotta work on.
1: Donk to your bedonkadonk. donk.
0: You gotta you gotta use those legs a little bit. So, uh yeah, definitely we'll continue doing those movements as well. Um but managing fatigue is very, very difficult for that three lift lifter. So that's some common strategies and approaches to helping manage that fatigue. Uh rest becomes super important. But it's also a misconception that that same fatigue doesn't lie in for a single lift lifter. If all, if all you're doing is deadlifting, all right, then you're probably deadlifting once more than once a week. Okay, You're doing the other lifts as well, but in the same intensity a three-lift lifter is bringing to three lifts, that deadlift-only guy is bringing to his deadlift, uh, which becomes challenging in itself because it's the same movement. Alright, so now you are repeatedly beating on the same movement um, and you know, that's I think a lot of people think uh, as a three lift lifter so this guy's bench only now he's just got that bench day all the other days are free he's resting all these other days but that's not true because now it's not like you're not lifting all these other days you're just filling it with more benching or more things to help your bench and then you're also hammering you know, the squat and, and the deadlift variation, stuff like that. So speaking as a single lift only lifter, it's it's easier in ways, but it's also just as hard managing that fatigue. Knowing when you can push yourself extra when you're feeling good and knowing when to take a step back. And I think that becomes very important too. because I feel like a lot of people could easily run into um, overtraining their bench. Um, you know, most people want to max out as it is, uh, but you can't do that, especially when you're benching more frequent. All those lifters want to go super heavy, heavy, uh, but you really have to change up the intensities and understand when you need to take some gas off the pedal, all right? Um, so it becomes hard in that aspect. It's just like when you were varying your intensities, you you're swatching out the uh how intense you're going on squat versus versus deadlifts in a single week. Well now you gotta really watch that intensity level when you're talking bench press within a week. Um so for myself, I'll have usually at least once a week because I can recover by the next week, traditionally, I'll have one heavier overloaded day. Uh well, I guess it's not really an overload for me since that would be upper 700s in a shirt but training heavy with with a ram or some device like that or just doing some shirt work is pretty aggressive Um, I'll usually do that once a week and then depending how I feel earlier in the week it's either some type of speed work training lighter volume training to allow myself to recover for that heavy upcoming day or it's going to be another heavier day where I'm going to push the weight more, um, maybe set a rep PR, something of that, that nature, or maybe PR on a variation lift, um, and then go into that other heavy day. And the bench seems to lend itself to the
1: increased frequency during the week. I know, because I was training deadlift only for so long, I would do a heavy deadlift every, one, every two to three weeks. Just because back-to-back weeks would just
0: fry me and then i yep. take a week off. The recovery is pretty brutal on, on some of those lifts, um, just the way the body's loaded. Um, I mean, just look at how much more weight in general you're moving on those lifts compared to a bench press. Um, so that's something I always stress when I'm talking to these full power lifters. That's why I stress higher frequency on the bench. That's why I recommend two bench days because um, it's easier to recover from that than it is your squat or your deadlift, traditionally. That really fry your nervous system. It's just so much weight going through your body. Not that the bench does not but it's not as aggressive as it is um, the loading on a squat or a deadlift. So sometimes, you're right, a lifter might not be able to push um, both those lifts at all um, on a weekly basis. It might have to be even more staggered than that. Everyone's pretty individual, and as you get Heavier and heavier, and you got lifters deadlifting, squatting 800 plus pounds. Uh, Now, special circumstance has to come in where you got to give them even more rest because it's even more demands. Um, Because the intensity is getting higher and higher, and more could go wrong too. You got to think of the injury perspective. Um, Very easy to have something really bad happen with a thousand pounds on your back. It doesn't take too much. You you fall out of groove a little bit a lot of shit's going to snap on your way down to the floor. <laughs> it's not good. Um, so, yeah, that that's definitely special circumstance there. And then with benching, too, if you're a bench-only guy, or, or you're a whatever-only guy, so if you're benching twice a week already on a full three-lift program and now you, you're doing bench-only stuff, um, you're either going higher intensity on that other bench day or now you're adding in other days that you're benching so you're you're like benching three times a week four times a week or you're doing bench related accessory work on another day um so right now i'm doing on my mondays like a back and a bicep type deal tuesday's benching wednesday's doing a bench variation using a bamboo bar um higher volume stuff get recovered for friday another bench day Thursdays the, the the compared day with the squat and the and the deadlift, doing variations of those, uh, and then you get some weekend rest. But sometimes doing accessories on those days, so intensity is still there and the fatigue still needs to be managed. Do um, you ever you ever train for a single
1: lift? Yeah, I used to do deadlift only for the longest time because I was I was so focused back in college to like break that five hundred barrier. So I would literally just take four four months to a year off. Just trying to, like, really get that up. And how
0: uh, how did things change from doing the single lift to doing a full power lift?
1: So it, I I kind of ignored the bench press for a little while, as, you know, you can tell by my issues now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really focused on bringing up my squat because I know whenever my squat went up, my deadlift would go up. And then focusing on, so I would do heavy squat on the week I was taking a light deadlift. And then I would take light volume squats and weeks I was doing heavy deadlifts. You know, that's how you undulate the period, like, the intensity there. And it was just, it felt a lot easier in terms of fatigue management. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, I knew, like, I could schedule my whole week around what day would be the heavy deadlifts. Because I knew that would fry me for the next day. Yeah.
0: So. Easier to plan things out.
1: Definitely easier to plan things out. And all my accessories are pretty much posterior chain focused.
0: Okay. Yeah, so this is a little bit different in, in that capacity. The, the big thing, guys, is, is your goals. Um, what is your goal, and then your training reflects that. Um, for myself, I do not have any current goals. There's things I'd like to do eventually, but like, there's no current goals in terms of any full power type meet. Now, everyone asks me, uh, Coach Bet, when are you gonna do full power meet again anytime soon, and then I'm like, no, I just don't have Uh, any goals in mind right now I'm pretty singularly focused on just getting that bench up climbing the ranks there Um, you know our business while it's of course full power coaching uh, a lot revolves around spreading education on the bench press Um, so I'm really focused on what i'm doing when i'm benching when i'm coaching bench um really focusing in on that lift honing in on all those little technical details and i think that's made me a better coach especially for that lift as well um, because while i coach everything um when you hone in on that lift so much you can see in our content too the level of detail uh, that goes into that lift how it's broken down and all that so um Definitely helps with like you understand the lift really well when you're going through it and going through it. It's like for someone that only benches once a week, now you're you're gaining you know three times as much experience than them in that lift. So, um, not not only training wise but competitive wise. And just like anything, like bench is a
1: skill. Yeah. And the more you practice, the better you get.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's like. Tom Brady now who's got what like thirty years experience in the NFL and um It's pliable compared to uh another dude, uh rookie just coming in you're totally different. Totally different. Um but you're accumulating more experience when you're you're constantly nailing on that one lift and, and whatnot. So um yeah guys, I that's it's some of the big differences between those uh between those two disciplines there. Um do i miss some aspects of the three uh lift uh, training yeah i definitely do uh longer meet that's for sure uh don't really miss that but um you know it's nice we could just come in do your lift and, and get out and have very specific goals to that uh because then mm-hmm. i can chill i can watch everyone else do their thing too you kick know, you back relax yeah come in kick some ass on the bench and head out. Um, and now I've been doing some events, like the Arnold is, is strictly, it's just a bench meet. So uh, I've been doing some of those too. A lot of meets that just have bench available. Uh, I mean, my last one, I did a seven ten, um, That was just a bench meet. So, um, you know, you find some meets that are just based around one lift too. But no matter what you choose, guys, it comes down to your goals. Like, just decide what you want to do. And then it doesn't matter what other people say. You know, sometimes people give me some shit on, uh, you know, the other lifts too. But that's not my goal right now. You know, so my goal is to kick ass on the bench and then eventually get to that 1,000-pound bench. And just that alone, I mean, look at the guys. I think Donnie Thompson did a 1,000-pound bench, Dave Hoff, um, in a full-power meet, which I think is, is just incredible that they were able to push all those lifts. Hit those monster 3,000 pound totals um, and have those type of lifts pushing everything.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Tucking
0: 1,200 pound squat, 1,000 pound bench, and then 800 something plus pound deadlifts all on the same meat. That is freaking ridiculous. But you look at those dudes, they're just monsters. They're just monsters. So uh, big, 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 big people. I don't know if you ever seen that old school pick of Donnie Thompson. Huge. It's like a brick house. I honestly, he would not fit through this doorway. Um, that is not an exaggeration. <laughs> There's no way he would have fit through that doorway. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's what it takes, guys. So when you're focused on single lift, um, you know you're really gunning for a goal too. So, um, all right. So that's pretty much it. Um, if you wanna ask anything else further on the topic. Uh, if you're wondering how I like to structure things for single lift lifters, um, you can feel free to email me and uh, reach out on Instagram. Multiple ways to get a hold of me: Coach Ben at BigBenches.com. We do have a lot of uh, bench-only lifters as well. Uh, we had Zach, yep, down from In Oklahoma, down. did a podcast with us. One of my online lifters, and he trains for for bench only. It's just his goal right now is to hit 500-pound multiplied bench, and he's he's gunning for that goal. So that's his main focus. We do have a squat deadlift-type day in there for him because, of course, he trains those lifts. But his primary focus is bench, and we're getting to that 500-pound multiplied bench. He's been killing it. Um, and he trains with the guy that is deadlift only, too. And um, he's been pushing the deadlift, and I'm sure he's going to crush his state record goal, too, um, because he's he's working hard on that, that single lift. So um, if you have any questions on how to structure that, feel free to reach out to me. You can look on our YouTube course. Tons of information going back three years on the bench. Full videos. Uh, and then also, Small Arm Lake Strong on Instagram.
1: And if you do have any ideas for an episode, this episode was brought to you by Cole49Zero, who suggested this idea. Yep. So if you want to... Join us on Instagram Live, or if you miss it, slide into those DMs. Might become coming episode. We'll shout yeah, you out.
0: Yeah, let us know um, if you have any uh, topics you'd like to hear us talk about on the Benchcast, and I uh, plan to have some really good episodes coming up with some guests. Um, we just worked on this uh, cool little program here, so we're gonna bring you top level audio with our guests who might not necessarily be in the studio with us in the HQ gym, but we can still have a great conversation with them. So be on the lookout for some new guests. Really excited to share some some awesome information with you guys. Um, and, yep, yeah, reach out. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Case. Bench Bench